Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Hey, there sure is a lot of news today about electrics, plug-ins, hybrids, and diesels. So let's get to them all. General Electric announced it's going to buy 2,000 of Ford's C-Max plug-in hybrids for its fleet. In exchange, Ford will promote GE's charging stations and natural gas fueling stations with its commercial customers. And Ford will provide GE with alternatively powered vehicles for use at its Vehicle Innovation Center. Also, the Georgia Institute of Technology will monitor GE's plug-in fleet to study driving and charging habits to help improve all-electric driving and charging performance. Now for the diesel news today. First up, Audi announced it's going to offer diesels in the U.S. for the A7, the A8, the A6, and the Q5 starting next year. The company says the diesel models are up to 30% more fuel efficient and they reduce carbon dioxide emissions by 30% compared to their gasoline counterparts. Next up, Honda announced that starting next year, it will offer a new 1.6 liter diesel engine for the Civic and CRV in the European market. The engine was specifically designed for Europe and will be built at the company's factory in England. And rounding out today's diesel news, Volvo announced it's ramping up production of the diesel plug-in hybrid version of the V60. The company will build 1,000 for the 2013 model year and up to 6,000 after that. BMW will show off its fuel-efficient, high-performance i8 concept Roadster at the LA Auto Show next week. It's a plug-in hybrid that BMW says is capable of 354 horsepower, 0 to 60 in only 4.6 seconds, and it's said to deliver 78 miles per gallon. The car is based on BMW's innovative LifeDrive architecture, which uses a lightweight modular construction and lots of carbon fiber. This gives the i8 some eye-catching design features, like the upward swiveling windowless doors and electric kickboards stowed under a transparent tailgate. Nissan released an upgraded version of the Leaf in Tokyo today. It has sold over 43,000 Leafs worldwide with nearly half of those sales in Japan, but that's substantially below where the company thought sales would be. So it's increasing the number of dealerships in Japan equipped with fast chargers up to 700 dealerships and that's up from 400. They'll have that by the end of March. The new version of the Leaf includes reduced power consumption, a more efficient regenerative brake control system, 12% more luggage space, and a weight reduction of 176 pounds, which increases the range to 142 miles, but that's on the Japanese driving cycle, and it's up 18 miles from the previous model. Nissan also chopped the price by $6,000 down to $41,000, which is what the price tag is in Japan. French supplier Valeo is coming out with an electric supercharger. 
Unlike belt-driven superchargers, it does not draw power directly from the engine, and that helps boost fuel economy. Vallejo sees it being used in small displacement turbocharged engines with stop-start. The idea is the electric supercharger helps get the car launched before the turbo can spool up. Vallejo says it has 10 automakers testing its supercharger on both gasoline and diesel engines, and it says it'll go into production sometime around 2015 or maybe 2016. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. You know why I pulled you over, ma'am? I need you to recalibrate the Doppler shift on the return signal. Radar's on the frisk. Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Motorman wonders, how is the state and federal government going to collect road tax on home fill-up of natural gas-powered cars? Well, they're not, Motorman. Road tax only applies to gasoline or diesel sales at the pump. That's why so many states are looking at raising registration fees or even taxing motorists on how many miles they drive every year. C-Tech heard us talking about strong hybrid cars which use an Atkinson cycle engine, and he wants to know, what does the Atkinson cycle engine mean? Well, let me give it a shot, though maybe some of you out there could be able to explain it better than I can. An Atkinson cycle engine has a longer expansion than compression cycle. That does a more efficient job of using the energy from the burning air-fuel mixture, but it also reduces the low-end torque in an engine, and that's why you see Atkinson cycle engines in strong hybrids, because they have electric motors to make up for that loss of torque. Kate McLeod saw our report on Toyota suing Mexico to prevent it from adopting U.S. fuel economy standards. She says, not sure why Toyota would be up in arms about 35 MPG fuel economy. They have Scion, Prius, good fuel economy on their cars, and no trucks to speak of. I get that there are no loopholes, but I don't understand Toyota being out in front about this. Your thought? Well, that's a good question, Kate. Maybe Toyota thinks that if it gets involved in the effort, it'll be a lot more credible than other automakers protesting fuel economy regulations. Hey, we sure got a lot of feedback on our poll asking about how old is too old to run a car company. Bradley G says, age has nothing to do with running a company. Who's more capable, Lieutenant Dan Ackerson and Bob Nardelli or older guys who get it, Bob Lutz and Alan Mulally, and don't forget the late great Carol Shelby proves that you are never too old if you love what you do. Amen to that. We also got a lot of feedback on the most recent episode of AutoLine this week, which was all about electric cars. Nick Prudence says, love the show and Peter and John, but totally tired of the anti-Tesla views. Tesla is an American company building cars in America, and you won't give them a chance. Sigh. Fisker? Now there's a fiasco. And Brett says, re-Tesla Model S. Somebody pinch me. Did I just hear bona fide auto insiders find virtually nothing to complain about, save for price, in an EV? Hey, let me make it clear to everyone once again, I am not anti-EV, but I am anti-government mandates that force automakers to build EVs even if they cannot figure out how to make money doing so. And I am anti-generous government subsidies that go to well-off people so they can buy an EV. Anyway, we love getting your comments and cards and letters, so keep them coming. 
But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.